Hey, it's Anna. And the newsletter is open right now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. My newsletter is the most comprehensive service for blogging business owners. Each week, the newsletter focuses on strategies, features, and the benefits for online businesses. The Blogging Business Owner newsletter is the number one way that I get to connect with you each week. Having the newsletter is what drives traffic to my site every single day. So dive in now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Bloggingbusinessowner.com slash N-E-W-S-L-E-T-T-E-R. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Hi there. And before we get started, there's a short disclaimer that we are not giving legal advice in this episode. The 30 minutes that uh, we have said that it takes to complete a landing page, that's what it took us. And so that's not something that's coming from ConvertKit. That's just something that, you know, from our experience. And lastly, my link to the ConvertKit landing pages is bloggingbusinessowner.com backslash landing pages. Again, bloggingbusinessowner.com backslash landing pages. And just so you know, this is an affiliate link. So that means that um, for you participating or making a purchase uh, on ConvertKit, I would get a small percentage of that at no additional fee to you. Uh, So this is an affiliate link. All right. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to episode two of Blogging Business Owner. I'm your co-host, Anna. And I'm your co-host, Chaitanya. And today, we are going to be discussing five easy-to-follow steps to create your landing page with ConvertKit. And this is a great subject for newbie bloggers and in-person entertainers. You can use the landing page to announce events directly to your fans via email. So some of the things that you might be wondering about landing pages. So landing pages are a way to connect with your audience. So for example, if you don't have a website or if you're new to the online space, but you want to start to connect with audiences without having to worry about the algorithms of social media, then landing pages are a great solution for that. A bit about Blogging Business Owner. Blogging Business Owner actually started with ConvertKit landing pages. Before we had a website, uh, we started putting the URL that ConvertKit kind of loans to you. And we started to put it on social media and share it with, you know, friends and family before we had a website because it just, websites take, they're a learning curve to, to learn how to put together and we didn't want to wait and our audience didn't want to wait either. And so we decided to start a landing pages with ConvertKit. Do you remember our landing page? Uh, yeah, it was a pretty simple landing page where you could basically subscribe to uh, our, subscribe with an email to our website. Yeah, I did collect email addresses and that was to start our mailing list. And ConvertKit gives you a URL. So even if you don't have a domain name, you you don't have to worry about that. They'll give you a URL so that you can start to post it on social media on day one. And these landing pages, honestly, they, they really do take 
less than 30 minutes to make. Once you get the hang of it, then you can make them even faster because they do come with pre-made templates that you can easily you know, change pictures, add videos, uh, change the buttons. It's very easy to do. We'll walk you through it. Uh, there's also a blog post about this so that you can you know, guide yourself through the process. But I think the first time is probably uh, one of the most time consuming, but even at that, it's only 30 minutes. And I think that you're getting a huge benefit for your time because you are then connecting with people who want to hear from you. So in our uh, position, we had landing pages, a landing page that said website coming soon. And that was because well, we didn't have something else to say, right? So other people might say something like, listen to my podcast. Uh, other people might say, uh, you know, invite you, inviting you to my Etsy store. Other people might use it, you know, like maybe pastors. They might use it and say, uh, you know, sign up for my email list and I'll tell you where I'm preaching next week. And, you know, that way people can follow the pastor around or, you know, musicians. So people who, you know, perform in person and who don't really have an online presence, they can use this platform for that. Yeah. And I like the idea of using a landing page initially, <clears throat> mainly because it there, there was only like probably like a half hour effort involved to create the page and share it as compared to building your own website, which like took more than like probably four to five hours. The first time that we did it and it wasn't like even finished right so you have to put in a lot of effort to make a website i think the landing page definitely helps getting started getting started quickly um get and sending some links out there to your audience so that you can actually start building your audience even before you have a website ready Right. Yeah. And I think that's a huge benefit because, you know, oftentimes people would use, you know, their social media, things like that. And and it's just people have found that to be uh, very cumbersome because the algorithm always changes. We also try to do that at the beginning uh, using social media, but the notifications weren't always the best. Like some people would subscribe and even put on, you know, their uh, the notifications on and, and they wouldn't always get them. And so even having a Facebook page, you know, all these different tactics, it's just more reliable to have your uh, website. And the reason you want to have a landing page uh, is because you want to start to gather these um, email lists so that you can have constant contact. So for example, we saw Snapchat uh, go down, right? So before it was it was pretty popular. And then people stopped using it even even before 2020 but you know it's still around but you know people don't use it that much and then in 2020 we also saw the growth of tiktok so i'm just naming all these different platforms because even if you have a very strong following on one platform it doesn't mean that it's not going to go down or that another platform is going to be introduced so the best way to keep in contact with your audience is really something that they're going to keep for a long time and in Honestly, people don't tend to change their email addresses all that often. And so that's why you want to have a landing page. Uh, we'll also talk about, maybe we'll talk about some legalities that have to do with um, emails. But, you know, doing it this way is going to help you so that you are also abiding by laws that protect people's privacy. 
Yeah, and thinking about like the use of a landing page, I felt like it was really useful. Like even after you have website, you have your website built up. There's a possibility that you could still keep using your landing pages. The landing pages are part of the free plan with ConvertKit, and so they. So a little bit about ConvertKit. I'm gonna back up just a bit. They were really known for their email marketing, but they have since maybe a year from now have started to grow their business to be more of the first place to really help a beginner from the beginning. So in the past, you know, they didn't have landing pages, so they would have to, you know, people would go to different sources to get different things. But now expanded to landing pages, you can even have your e-commerce um, store on ConvertKit. And, and that will that's definitely something to look into. And uh, we can link it in the show notes. But today we're going to talk about landing pages. So when we talk about, you know, the ConvertKit free plan, you get unlimited landing pages and opt-in forms. And what that means is that you can have your landing page for as long as you like, and you don't need to pick one or two. You could have as many as you want. So if you have different dimensions to your business, you could have different landing pages for different audiences. And so that would help with segmentation, right? So some people like one thing while other people's like another aspect of your business. You also have uh, incentive email options. Uh, so for example, freebies for fans. So you might find sometimes like, especially with bloggers that will say things like, um, sign up to get your freebie and put in your email address, you know? And so in the old days before ConvertKit, and I guess, I guess if you're not using ConvertKit, then you might go to these old ways. But what people would do is that they would make up like another email and then they would check it. So anytime that people emailed that email, they would then respond with that <laughs> other email address and then send the freebie. So the downside is that it's not automatic. Mm. And the upside is that you get to, you know, have probably a discussion with someone because they're email you directly. So that's, you know, that's great. Uh, but it is it is time consuming. There are ways that you can pay for this service, right? Okay. But with ConvertKit, you don't have to do any of that. You don't have to get a new email address. You don't have to do, um, you don't have to go through the trouble. You can actually set it up so that they, you upload a PDF or you send them to a URL that you want to direct them to, and they automatically get directed to, to whatever place you want. And, and you can make that an automatic thing. You can, you know, put different limits on it, uh, but most people would have it automatically. Yeah, thanks for talking through about ConvertKit and like how it actually works in the real world and how it like solves a big problem of like not using multiple emails and keeping it really simple for us uh, like business owners. I think uh, I want to touch on a point here. Like why do I even need a landing page? I can collect emails and phone numbers and send out alerts like that way, right? I could send out messages and like updates to people using like email and uh, like the phone numbers. So why do I need a landing page? So there's different benefits to a landing page. There's different benefits, but before I explain to you the benefits, let me explain to you why you don't wanna do it without ConvertKit. You can't ask people for their emails. Okay, so you can. <laughs> You can, but not going to hold up in privacy uh, policy. 
So gathering emails because you tell your subscribers, send me an email to my email. It's just, it's not going to, it's not going to fly with with the law. Uh, So some of the things is like people will, they do have the option of asking you how their data is being shared. And by you collecting emails through your email address, it doesn't really protect you or and it doesn't protect them. Um, there is also the can spam law um, where people always need to have <clears throat> the option of opting out. And okay. opting out has to be immediately responded to. So them sending an email and saying, I don't want to be part of your email address anymore. Please remove me. And then you removing them later. It's not going to cut it. Mm. If people say, I want to be removed, that needs to happen automatically. And, and I'm just talking California. I mean, there are countries like Germany that have way stricter laws about this. And so if you happen to get a subscriber, you know, from Germany or something like that, you could get into some trouble because you're not abiding by their law. So ConvertKit helps with this. We're going to talk a little bit about how they help. uh, But do not ask for emails. Do not ask for, you know, phone numbers. Sometimes people give them to you. I mean, that just happens. But the way that you want to mitigate that is that you do want to have a way to collect those, you know, in a way that you can protect yourself and protect your business, right? Let me talk a little bit about the top five benefits of using a landing page. So it does improve your SEO ranking depending on, you know, the landing page that you use and how much information you put on that landing page. By the way, landing pages are not equal to websites, right? So you're probably not going to score like like super high, right, in the top 10 with just a landing page. It's just not enough content, but it will put you on the map. So if someone, if you have very specific wording and someone is looking for that and the algorithm is running, you know, at its optimal way, you're, you know, it is likely because it is, it does have a URL that it will come up. So that's, that's way better than, you know, not having one. It does um, increase the conversion rates and grow your audience. So for example, when you go to a landing page, you are convincing someone that your service or product is is has value to it, right? It it's not like you're sending them directly to Etsy where they have to search for your store and things like that. Hmm. You're convincing them of, you know, the value of your work. It it makes your brand more professional and credible. So, um it, it's a different feeling when you share your social media with someone than when you share a URL or when you share, you know, this is a place where I have all of my work listed. And I've seen students do this with landing pages where they'll put up uh, videos of projects that they've done, or uh, they'll also put up different links of different uh, projects and different assignments that they've um, completed. And it, it works really well when they're, you know, applying for camp or applying for a scholarship or uh, for different, you know, things like that. So some of the other benefits that I can think about using landing pages would be like, it's kind of automated marketing. Like you don't have to do a single thing once it's set up and running. It handles everything for you in the back end and you don't really have to do much. 
that's what makes it super easy and super valuable also like uh, the landing page can be used as a source of information for your website visitors or social media fans um other than that i can think that like uh, the landing pages are not just only for like business owners or product owners uh, even bloggers can benefit from the landing pages the landing pages can help improve like the site's conversion rates and if you're like blogging primarily on wordpress it's even better because convertkit has its own wordpress plugin for bloggers yeah so there's tons of benefits to having a landing page uh, but you know why choose convertkit so convertkit was made with uh ux in mind so the user experience in mind actually this is the background of the founder of convertkit it was to um, make websites with the best user experience and you know if you've started to work on wordpress or if you do some type of coding or html you will know that the software it has come a long way but it, it it is hard to work with and this was something that convertkit did not want for their uh for their landing pages and so they've made it super easy so that anybody who wants to have a landing page can go on the website and have a landing page in less than 30 minutes so even if you don't have any past experience with building a website or you know anything like that that's fine uh you can start your landing page it's pretty easy and it they have templates so you do get what you choose and then you could always customize it of course uh but it you really do you know if you select one it really does look like that, which is not always the case with like, you know, WordPress or things like that. So ConvertKit also offers excellent customer service. I mean, they, when I've worked with them, uh, they've always gotten back to me, whether that's, um, it's mostly through chat and I think email, and they've always responded to me in a timely manner. Their team has just expanded. I think they, they're now to 40 employees. You know, everything is for the customer. They have people dedicated to doing presentations, uh, which we'll also get into, but they're really there to teach uh, the audience and their customers how to use their services. You have unlimited uh, landing pages and you can build on them, which is great. You know, some softwares, once you outgrow them, you have to kind of move away from them and not with ConvertKit. With ConvertKit, you can build on it. Of course, you can, you know, add add-ons and maybe get on the paid plan. Um, and we can talk about that and, and for sure leave a comment if you have any questions about that. Uh, but you definitely don't need to pay any money when you start uh, with ConvertKit, especially if you're starting with things like landing pages. If you don't have a domain name, that's fine. It's okay. They'll give you a URL. It, it won't say what you know what you want it to say, but um, it'll be some uh, something so that it can be redirected. So a way that I've used their URL in the past is that I've put it into a QR code and put it into my business card so that people can scan the business card and go right into the landing page. So, you know, then you're not sharing some random numbers or anything like that, right? Um, it, it's it's easy uh, to get there. And, and most people, you know, they won't type in um, the website 
and they'll usually click on it or QR it. It's really great for when you really don't want to spend any money on a domain name or spend any money with starting. You, you can start for free. Uh, also, like since the landing pages are kind of unlimited in nature, you will have your landing page as long as you keep it up. So there's no restrictions. You won't have to pay more later. So once you have it set up, you could probably keep using it forever. And also like it adds, it adds the benefit of looking professional to your audience because the landing page comes with a lot of themes and templates that you could use. And that will make your landing page look really professional. And that's something that might leave a good impression on your audience. So, hey, it's Anna. And I want to personally invite you to try the ConvertKit free plan. It's time to tackle email marketing the right way. Go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash ConvertKit. ConvertKit will help you start your mailing list in no time. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash ConvertKit. Now we're going to start walking you through how to build a landing page with ConvertKit. So the first thing is you want to go to convertkit.com landing pages. And when you get there, you're going to start to see a lot of different templates. The template, and it's not overwhelming, <laughs> um, the templates are different things like, for example, for podcasters, they'll have pre-built where you can put your Spotify link or your anchor link. Uh, for artists, um, you have you have pictures that, you know, they're stock pictures that you can actually use for free. Uh, so if you want to keep the pictures that are offered, you can definitely do that. For students, there I think it's the second theme where you can use it to upload a video where maybe you're showing a project or you're speaking, introducing yourself. So there's a ton of ways that you can do this. We're going to go with one of the simplest ones, which is um, a landing page where um, th there's not much to it. There's, it's more about gathering email addresses, but the principles still apply to that. So the first thing is go on ConvertKit, uh, find something that you like, click preview so that you can see it. You, you're not stuck to it. There's a little uh, heart uh, icon at the top, right? So if you like it, you can heart it and come back to it later. You don't have to choose it right away, but you know, once you find something that you like, then you click choose and then you could start to work on that. Now that you've chosen um, a landing page or yeah, a layout, the thing that you want to do is you want to start to customize your landing page. And to customize your landing page, we're going to start right at the top. And you might have a bar at the top that has some words to it. So this is called the header. And the header is really there for people who are on the landing page and don't really, they're not quite convinced about whether they're going to sign in or not. So this is a great place for you to put a reinforcer on, on that top part so that you can tell them why they're on that landing page. So some of the things that you could add on there is, is a call to action, right? So join us. I don't know, the, the best band in Santa Cruz or plays music every Monday night. Or like the best tacos in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So whatever makes you stand out. 
You can change the color to the top. So some people tend to go with brighter colors uh, because they want people to, you know, be affirmed that they're at the right spot. We're going to go with the soft pink, uh, but you're definitely welcome to change the font, change the background, whatever works for you. Now, the call to action, I'm just going to give you some quick tips. Uh, keep it short. <laughs> Make sure people can understand it and that it's attention grabbing. So, for example, the best tacos in San Francisco, it tells you who they are, where they're at, what they're known for, right? It like you very quickly get the idea of, you know, what what it's about. It's also a call to action is action oriented, right? Uh, visit us, come by, join us. So something that is telling you what you should do with that information and some commonly used phrases, right? Subscribe, always save and publish. Every time you make a change, save and publish. It doesn't auto save for you. Yeah, I think after that, we move on to like editing the body, right? We update the body. And the body of the landing page, uh, it's mostly like clicking through stuff and selecting images. Uh, you will have a small text box where you can like gather emails. So you can edit all those kinds of things over there. Uh, do you want to talk more a little? Yeah, so... Sometimes at the top of your landing page, you'll have pictures like we have pictures on ours. You can keep the pictures if you like them. You can change the pictures if you like. You can add video. Video helps a lot. It actually tends to grab a lot of attention. And so if you have a video that you want to share, I would, you know, I, I would encourage you to use the videos um, instead of the pictures. But pictures are fine. So just make sure that they're high quality, right? That it doesn't have to be the best of quality. It just needs to come across you know, as professional, not grainy, right? Because something as a picture can derail people. And so if you think the pictures are fine, just use the pictures that are given um, or add your own. The next part of this is the title of what you need uh, on your landing page. And so for this, it's going to be bigger letters. Uh, don't, don't make them too short because uh, or too small because then people can't read them right uh, you also it sometimes goes with the theme cursive but if people can't read it um, it's not going to help you and so make sure that it's legible and something like a, a quick tr um, trick is that you can show your work to someone who knows nothing about landing pages and just ask them what they think and if they can read it Usually you want to go and, you know, ask someone that's a bit, you know, like older um, because they will give you an honest, <laughs> an honest answer. If you go with someone who's, you know, a bit more like used to the web, they might find a way to figure it out, right? Like expanding it and things like that. You, you want to get across to every person. And so you just want to meet that bar every time. There's also other words that you can add on there. Uh, you could always add more text. That's completely up to you. If you do want people to stay on your landing page, but you want to optimize it so that you, in the end, get their email address. And so if they spend too much time on the landing page and they're confused by all the information or they have too many options, that might actually derail them. So you know, tweaking your landing page is, is always fine. Uh, just, we just want to make sure that people understand the message that we're trying to get across and that we convert from, you know, 
just people who are coming to the landing page to actual subscribers. So in our example, what we've done is that the bigger letters, kind of like the title letters, simply say coming soon. So the reason we did this is uh, in case you're starting and you don't have a website yet and you're telling people, I'm going to have a website, it's just not here yet, you can put things like coming soon. And in the smaller font, we put something that said, glad you're here, sign up for the newsletter below to join the waitlist. And so that's a good way to tell people, you know, that they should expect something, but that they're not going to get something right away, right? Because you don't want to build up kind of emotion and energy and then not deliver. So what we're doing is that we're telling them that it's not ready now, but it will be in, you know, in, in soon. Uh, it's inviting, it's fun, it's short, it's to the point, and it gets the message across. So something else that you you could write, I mean, everything is really dependent on what you're using your landing page for. But something else is you could sign, say something like sign up to get updates on concert schedules, right? If, if you're an artist and you're, you know, you're, you send out updates through email. Or another way to say that would be connect with me and receive my weekly newsletter. So that would be another way that you can continue to connect with people. The next part is the sign up button on the landing page or the landing form. You can have different information for different people. You can collect a ton of information, but this just goes back to privacy, right? So how much information do you want to be uh, responsible for? So my suggestion is just collect what you absolutely need, which in our case is going to be emails, right? Because you want to send those updates. Some people like to collect first names because then they can um, individualize every email. That's great. Um, it's just that you have more information. ConvertKit won't allow you to ask for things like race or age. Those are things that they just won't allow you to. But there's other things that, you know, that you could ask as well. Be careful, you know, with how much information you're asking because you don't want to be responsible for all that. You want to make sure that you're using the information as well. Also, if people keep typing and there's all of these requirements for them to get on the, you know, subscriber list, they'll most likely like not complete the form. And so you don't want to, you know, have all these requirements for them. Yeah, something like uh, if you are you if you have a landing page for the best tacos in San Francisco and you're asking for info like what type of salsa do you like the best? Like green, red, what type of spice level do you like? I think those are relevant and that those are things that you could probably use. So that might be okay. Yeah, I think it really depends on what you're trying to understand from your audience. You know, if, if that's information that you need and that you'll use, then great. If you don't think you'll use that information in the future, then, you know, don't. I think you could always embed a survey to the audience members that you already have and kind of do a poll or you can do a poll like on Twitter or on Instagram, things like that. Uh, landing pages are really to convert, right? You really want to get into their inbox. And so as long as, you know, 
tons of people do quizzes and things like that. And, and that really helps because you get to learn a lot about your audience from the first time they sign in. Uh, and, you know, they, they get to know you, right? Because of the way that you're wording things. So yeah, just look at your business. Think about what's important. Uh, I think that, you know, just getting the fundamentals is, I think, really important. So as long as you're collecting, you know, the email addresses, if that's what you need, just just think about what would be, what is most important to me? And then you can add on to that, of course, but as long as you're getting what you mostly need. So some people don't know this, but there's a button, right? So you know it as, as an audience member, but there's a button like a, like a subscribe or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That button is actually edi- editable. So I didn't know that until I started working on WordPress, right? <laughs> and that you can edit everything on there. And you can also do this with the landing pages. Usually what works best is that you want to have an attractive color to that button. So a red, a, you know, something that's going to stick out that they'll be able to see. Sometimes a gray doesn't help because they don't know if if the button is available at all, like if it's functioning, it sometimes looks like it's frozen. So, you know, if it goes with your theme and people understand that it's working, go for it. Uh, but my suggestion would be use use a use a color that stands out because at the end, even if they complete the form, if they don't click that button you're never going to know about it. And so you need to make it very obvious that there is a button that needs to be clicked. You can use words like subscribe. They don't tend to convert as much. Uh, I think people people know them, uh, but some people can think of them like as dull. They work. So if, if, you know, if you're stuck, write subscribe, right? But you can also write things like sign me up join the wait list, I'm ready, the brick house rules, you know, whatever your audience and you understand, that works. Uh, really catchy things are, are really great. Uh, but you know, just, you can put as many words as you want in there. You don't want to put like, I, I guess like more than like five or six. I think that would be too many. So once you have this landing page done and dusted and you can click save and publish and the landing page will be ready with the URL. So if you don't have your own custom domain, then they will give a, um, a URL that is auto generated. So you'll be able to use that. Um, be sure to preview and see how it looks. Uh, if it has all the elements that you want, all the design elements and all the required info that you want to gather is there. And once, uh, try and preview all these things. And after that, you'll be free to share it. Yeah, you definitely want to preview your work, right? Because you want to know what it looks like. Not everything is going to look exactly the way that you think it's going to look when you're on the back end. And so you want to see what it looks like in the front end. So always preview the work um, and then go back and change what you need to change. Sometimes things sound great when you're typing them and then you see them and you think, uh, I, don't, I don't know if that like really communicates what I want to say. Just go back and, and tweak it. That's okay. And then always save, of course. So I'm going to talk a little bit about sharing. So when you're ready, right, your landing page is ready to share, 
there is a um, a bar at the top of ConvertKit and one of those uh, buttons on the top right will say share you're gonna see that it comes up with a URL again it's not gonna be the URL that you want it's going to be the URL that ConvertKit is offering to you and so you can just copy the URL and start to share it it's that easy yeah thanks for talking about like actually like sharing and how to do it there's also a couple of different buttons and options that are present on the interface of ConvertKit I think there is a button for settings and like there is a button for reports. Do you want to talk a little bit more about it? Yeah, so I want to talk about settings because these are things that you want to know about what happens after somebody clicks that sign up button, right? You you want to know what's going to happen. Also, once you start having people sign up, you know, what are you going to do with that? list or with that report. And so I think it's important for us to talk about that uh, because now that you're you know starting your business on an online platform, it's important for you to understand the flexibilities that you have with ConvertKit. So if you go up to settings, it's right near the share button that you that you clicked um, to share the URL. You'll find that there is on the left hand side, there's another bar, right? And if you go to incentives, there is a way to incentivize um, your subscribers. So you may have noticed that whenever you subscribe to something, something pops up, like you, you might get like an email in your inbox and it says, thank you for signing up to, you know, this business. So I'm sure you've received that. So that is something that is not automated. <laughs> so you have to tell um, ConvertKit if that's something that you want. And if you do, there is a message that they will send. So check out the message because you want to make sure that it's, you know, the same voice as your business. You can always change it. Uh, but just make sure you know that you know what your subscribers are getting. You don't have to send them um, a message afterwards, but it's a really good way uh, to keep communication. So people are the most interested in your business when they subscribe. That is the time that they're most interested. And you want to make sure that you are responding back, that you are, that they know that you're listening. And this is a really easy way to show that, yes, I'm listening and, and you know, I'm here. Yeah. Thanks for elaborating on the incentive page. I think it's a very important point that you bring up because uh, the first email that you're going to send should leave a positive first impression on your audience. And that is very important. Uh, other than that, I also noticed that there is an option to download something. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so that's your incentive, right? So, of course, these are all options. You don't need to incentivize people, but it's really nice to do so, right? To respond in a way where you say, thank you for doing this. I'm so grateful that you know you signed up. There is tons of value in my business. So if you have promised for them to download something you can put it into like a pdf a picture whatever it is you can put it into convertkit and the subscriber will automatically receive it if that's how you set it up uh 
tons of things can be downloaded. I've seen restaurants who will uh, upload their menu so that as soon as you subscribe, you get the menu, right? And, and then it kind of encourages you to call them or go on, you know, on your app and, and order some food. Also, if you have somewhere that you want them to go to, uh, so for example, let's say that um, you've recently been on a show, right? Or on, you've been featured on a YouTube video or something. Maybe you want them to go to that YouTube video. And so maybe you don't want them to download something, but what you want to do is that you, as soon as they click subscribe, they're then automatically redirected to some other website and that website will automatically start. That could be something that you might want to do. Uh, we're going to talk in a little while about thank you pages, uh, which is also another option that you have, but sometimes you might just want to lead them to your social media, your YouTube page or a Facebook page. You might have something that you want to share. Uh, there's also a box on here that says auto confirm new subscribers. So you can check it, you can uncheck it. It's totally up to you. But for bloggers who are trying to make, you know, a living with affiliate marketing, for example, some affiliate marketers will say you need to have a double opt-in. And so that is to make sure that people really do want to be on your mailing list. So you want to leave it unchecked right? You don't want to um, auto-confirm new subscribers. So if you leave it unchecked, they will get prompted some way to then say, I do want to be part of this uh, email list. So some ways to do that is like the reCAPTCHA. You know how sometimes like you have to build like you have to build like a puzzle or something, right? So that would be a way to kind of say like I really do want to do this yeah. uh, there's the recaptcha is always it's also like a little box it leads you into like a sometimes it leads you to a new window or sometimes it's on that window where you're signing up where there's like an extra box that you have to click and then click subscribe or else the subscribe button won't work that's also a way to do it another way to uh, confirm is that they'll send you an email and say um, com- click here to confirm that you do want to be on this list, right? Mm. Those are double opt-ins. And so some affiliates will require you to have double opt-ins. So if, if you're an affiliate, if you're into affiliate marketing, you might want to leave that unchecked. So it's not, uh, auto confirming subscribers. Yeah. Thanks for explaining that. Uh, also like on the settings page, I noticed the advanced tab and it has an interesting option in there. Like it's related to like having a thank you page. Uh, do you know what's that about? Right. So a thank you page that really came out of, uh, the audience of convert kid, they didn't have a thank you page, um, in the beginning and later on they added that. So a thank you page is a way to thank your subscriber for subscribing. And so, you know, if, if you don't have a downloadable, if you don't have a place to send them, you if, if you don't have all these other things, one way that you can show, hey, I really care about you. Thank you so much for subscribing is to send them to a page that says thank you. 
It comes with ConvertKit. Uh, it's very easy. You just go back to the dashboard where you were before and you click the thank you tab and we'll walk you through that as well. Because it, it is a really great incentive for, for your audience. And it's a way to say, I value you, I see you, and I thank you for subscribing. And so it, it's a really nice touch. And if anything, you might want to send people to your thank you page. So your thank you page can be very simple. Uh, so our thank you page, we've, we've, what we've done is that we've changed the pictures, uh, and which that was an option, right? You can always leave the same pictures up as before. And what we've written is thank you for signing up. And that was it. That, I mean, that's a nice way, right? To show people, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. You sometimes it's a little awkward when people sign up for things and they just stay on the page. (laughs) Of course, if it's like filled with content and you want them to stay on the page, you know, that that's, that would be a good reason. But if there's nothing else to look at, there's, you know, you might want to like kind of tell them that the process is now done confirm with them in a visual way it is done right you can also have a pop-up that says something like thank you for signing up please check your email something like that right you can always change it yeah i think uh, having a thank you page definitely helps Uh, it helps me appreciate that i'm subscribing to something that is like uh, that really cares for me it gives a personal touch to it, so that's why I like it. Yeah, I, I you know, it's so easy to use. I, I really appreciate that because that was one of the things that really held me up. Even after I learned about, you know, ConvertKit landing pages, I should, I should back up. When I thought about landing pages, that was the thing that helped me up was, this is going to be hard. I don't have a background in this. I've never done it before. I heard about ConvertKit and really the attraction to ConvertKit was that it was free, right? And then I thought, oh no, the quality is not going to be as good. And I just encouraged myself to get on ConvertKit and just look at it. I mean, that was it. Just just look at it and then make up my mind afterwards, right? It was so easy. So, so easy. It's like it met all of my expectations, which were, you know, I, I'm a beginner. I don't know how to do this. And so if if you're just beginning go on ConvertKit, uh, just try it out just for a couple minutes. It's okay. Just a couple minutes. Just try it out. And it, you'll see it's not, you know, it's not as scary as, you know, some of these like big, you know, websites. It, it's really, you really do um, get to see what you, what you're going to get. And, and that's really refreshing. So you're done. You've created a landing page and probably even a thank you page. Yay. (laughs) So if you have any questions, of course, ConvertKit is there to help. Uh, You can listen to this podcast. You can, you know, go to the blog. Uh, Our community is going to be there to help you. But I just want to talk a little bit more about the free plan, right? Because now you're going to be part of the ConvertKit family. And so there's other things that you can also work with uh, within the ConvertKit family. So one of the things is if you go on ConvertKit right now and you don't find a landing page that's perfect for you, just wait. (laughs) They're always uploading more uh, landing pages up into the ConvertKit uh, website. 
I think you'll find something. I mean, there's a ton of variation. Uh, but if, you know, if, if you don't want to work with their current layouts, that's fine. Uh, they're really focusing right now on people who are not on the online space. So people who, you know, make a living from being in person, like artists, uh, restaurants, things like that. Uh, so if you don't see something you like, just check back later. And because we're going to put the link um, in the show, it's going to be in the show notes, uh, but it's also going to be in the blog, you'll have access to broadcasting. So that's not something that you would get if you go straight to convertkit.com. So if you go to convertkit.com, you're you're not going to have access to broadcasting. But if you use the link, you will have access. And what's broadcasting? Broadcasting is when you send a mass email. So when you want to communicate, not the first time, right? But later on, you want to communicate and you want to say, hey, I'm going to have, you know, this happening on this day. That's broadcasting. So if you don't use the link, uh, you'll likely have to upgrade uh, and, and to the paid plan. But use the link. I wish I would have had a link. Uh, but I don't know. A lot of people... I haven't heard anybody talk about, you know, the free plan and the different flexibilities. And I know it's so new. It's so, so new. I think they just updated this in like December of 2020. So I get it. So go to the blog and use the link. I think that that's really going to help out. Something else that's going to help you, you know, with that link that you wouldn't get, you know, if you just go directly to convertkit.com is going to be tagging and segmentation. So tagging and segmentation are really ways to redirect your messaging. So one of the easiest ways to kind of give an example about this is that if you were a photographer and you were selling cameras and some people really like Sony and other people really liked Kodak, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so the Kodak people don't want to hear about Sony and, you know, the other way around as well. So you don't want to, you know, tell everybody the news, right? Because some people might opt out of your email. So you might just want to tell some people some stuff and other people other stuff. And that's what segmentation does. It allows you to tag so that you know, you know, some people live Live in this area and maybe they want to hear this information other people live in another area that's what that is so you don't get that automatically with the free plan but if you use the link you will have access to that so if you're interested use the link honestly if you know my suggestion is use the link so that you have access to uh the software and then you know if you like it or not so use the link sorry about that yeah, I would like going back to the best tacos in San Francisco example, you could think of it like, uh, hey, I'm vegan and I don't want to hear about like uh, other non-vegetarian kind of things. So maybe that could be a tag like this person is vegan and you just like specifically send them vegan and vegetarian stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah, that would be something that, for example, we're vegan. We don't want to hear about, you know, <laughs> crab feast or whatever. Like we, we really don't. <laughs> we really wouldn't participate. And so um, that would be something we wouldn't be interested in. And you want people to, when they see your email, to click on it, right? Or you don't want them to be like, oh, 50% of the chance they give me information I like. And you don't want that, right? You want people to click on your emails. And 
something that we talked about, but it really is really unique to ConvertKit is those freebies. Uh, a lot of people don't do that automation where you get it automatically, right? Like if you say, um, I'm going to send out three Pinterest templates, you know, as soon as you sign up for my email list, a lot of these uh, emails um, softwares don't do it automatically and for free. And so that's a great thing about ConvertKit. You might not have something right now as a freebie. You might not even have an idea of what you would give out. But honestly, this is really, this is a great hook, right? Maybe people don't know about your business yet because it's so new, but they really want that freebie. And so that would be a great way to, you know, invite them to be part of your community. Um, and ConvertKit lets you do that for free and automatically if you wanted to. <laughs> Something that's also unique about ConvertKit are the, the thank you pages. And that's really unique. And again, ConvertKit didn't start with that idea, but the audience was, you know, really sending a lot of, you know, mess. I don't know if a lot, but they did message to ConvertKit that that would be really nice to have. And they, they did it. And so I think that's a great testament to, you know, how much they listen to their community and, and the communication that they have with us. And so the thank you pages, I think are great. I mean, they're super simple and, you know, standing behind the computer, you might not, they're, you know, they're super simple, but, you know, as an audience member getting a thank you, it, it really does mean a lot. Yeah. Also the community that ConvertKit has built around their product is really awesome. And you will, if you drop a question there, you, you, you're bound to get responses from people who know ConvertKit and they'll try and help you out. So it is a really good community. Yeah, that's new to ConvertKit. They used to use Facebook pages. They've now moved to a dedicated space. It's honestly really great. Uh, I... I'm going to start doing a 30 day challenge, but that's just a, that's just my thing. It's not a convert kit thing, but I really want to get to know the community a lot more. And they have all these different, um, communities within the community, right? So there's like new to convert kit or, uh, different areas of the convert kit community where you can talk, you know, with other people and share ideas and answer questions and get questions answered as well. They do uh, randomly have different challenges um, on ConvertKit. They just finished one on January 31st where it was about landing pages. <laughs> and so uh, whoever got the most subscribers would get like a free year of ConvertKit. They would get, you know, different incentives for that. And you're doing what your business already requires of you, right? Is to have a place to have some promotion and start to gather you know, information about subscribers and start to communicate with them. And so that's something that you already have to do. And so ConvertKit incentivizes you for, for doing these things. So definitely get in, involved with the ConvertKit community. And this is something that you can do for free. So when you sign up with the free plan, that's something that you have access to. And as you know, or as you may be finding out, that that's not always the case. Usually to be part of a community, you usually have to pay or do some type of membership or something. And yes, you do have to do, you know, the free membership with ConvertKit, but it, you know, it's free. So if you don't want to take advantage of that, you don't have to. But I, I think it's a great space. It's helped me to... um 
to talk with other writers on ConvertKit and, and kind of bounce ideas on newsletter subjects and how do you, you know, make them more readable, things like that. And so I've had those conversations and um, they've been really helpful and I like the space. So just to wrap it up, um, a landing page is no longer something that, you know, you need to hire somebody to do. You don't need a domain. You don't like, you don't even need a niche. Like if you're just, sorry, in the beginning stages of learning about your business and you're just wanting to get the word out, do it with ConvertKit. It's free. It's easy. You're investing 30 minutes of your time uh, to something that could give you a ton of benefits in the future. And 30 minutes is really, you know, if you're just starting out later on, you could do it much quicker. You could also take your time. I mean, it's, it's all up to you. It's a great way to build your brand. If you already know, you know, the colors and the fonts and the way you want it to sound and what, how you want to come across is a great way to market your business or market yourself. And, and it goes with the branding without the cost. And so landing pages with ConvertKit are, is a great start for people that are starting their online business that want to get the word out, uh, but don't have, you know, don't want to put in that money right up front because you don't need to. It's, it's not required, right? You, do, you don't have to do that. If you don't have to spend money, don't spend money. Um, there's plenty of things you can buy later on. But landing pages with ConvertKit for beginners. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's been a pleasure to sit with you and to explain the process. And if you have any questions, for sure, um, write them down on the comment section of the blog. And thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for ch- uh, tuning in today and have an awesome day. The 30 minutes that uh, we have said that it takes to complete a landing page, th- that's what it took us. And so that that's not something that's coming from ConvertKit. That's just something that, you know, from our experience. And lastly, my link to the ConvertKit landing pages is bloggingbusinessowner.com backslash landing pages. Again, bloggingbusinessowner.com backslash landing pages. And just so you know, this is an affiliate link. So that means that uh, for you participating or making a purchase uh, on ConvertKit, I would get a small percentage of that at no additional fee to you. Uh, So this is an affiliate link. All right. Thank you so much and enjoy the show.
So as you know, I have been in the podcasting space for some weeks now, and I have been very lucky to produce successful episodes. If you want to hear more episodes, go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. Access the one stop to subscribe to your favorite platform and connect with us online. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast.